everybody and welcome back to the podcast. So in the last episode I'd previously mentioned that we were going to be getting into something a little bit deeper (laughs) this episode and that is true. (laughs) Um, What I'm going to be talking about this episode is heartbreak. Mm sounds fun doesn't it (laughs) um yeah that's what we're gonna be talking about today so i'm just gonna start with the quote of the day of the episode i guess i should say and that quote is from c.s lewis and it says you can't go back and change the beginning but you can start where you are and change the ending and I picked that quote specifically. Sometimes I just I just pick quotes or Bible verses that I think are just in general inspirational. But I picked this quote actually specifically for this particular episode. Um, I feel like it's very much me and like my feelings and my emotions through... Um, the event that I'm about to talk about. So I'll probably come back around to that quote at the ending or somewhere in the middle or something. At some point, I'm probably going to reference it again. But let's just go ahead and get started with this one. So I'm going to start by telling my story. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I was in a relationship for a year and a half and, you know, like any relationship, it had its ups and downs, but overall it was great and I was super happy and we were going to get married, we talked about it, we'd um, not necessarily started planning our wedding, but we started... Um, looking at things, thinking of, you know, a timeline, when we were going to get married, when, all this kind of stuff. And so, yeah, it was great. We'd, um, we hadn't bought it, but we'd picked out my engagement ring online. It was one that was, like, made specifically for me. And... He constantly told me things like, I can't wait to marry you. I, you know, I love you. When I look at you, I see my wife. Um, and then I, I didn't necessarily realize it, uh, because I feel like the quote, love is blind is definitely (laughs) true. Um, when you are in love with someone you tend to not see the um, red flags or things that you might not necessarily agree with or be okay with um, that you might see like in somebody that, you know, is just a friend or is um, like you're at the beginning of a relationship with them. Um, but when I think about it, about nine months into the relationship, 
uh, effort was not had. <laughs> um, we're both in college, so we would go home on breaks and things like that. And when I tried to get him to come to my house because my family wanted to see him or, you know, it was my birthday, um, he wouldn't. He he did great the, the first few months of our relationship with, you know... Anytime I was going home, he'd want to come with me and he'd make sure he didn't have anything to do so that he could come and it was great. And then, like I said, about nine months in, he stopped doing that. I would ask him and beg him to come home with me and he wouldn't. Um, you know, I, I like I said, I didn't realize it at the time, but it, it slowly started to get less and less there was there was a point in our relationship where he hadn't seen my family for about a year almost I think and it was just you know tough <laughs> and at the time I, like I noticed it but I was just like oh well he's just getting busier he's just you know he got a job so he's busier and you know all this kind of stuff and, and then, let's see, the month before our year and a half, um, so it was a year and five months, he, we were on Christmas break, and he just one night told me to stop talking to him, um, sent me this long text that was essentially a breakup text and when I tried to call him I just sat there and I was like okay I'm just gonna call him until he answers because I don't know what's happening this is <laughs> completely out of the blue I had no clue what was going on um he ne he didn't answer and I get a text a few minutes later of him going off on me essentially he was just like you have no right to um, blow up my phone like that. I told you that I needed space and I have things I need to process and you should respect that. And he, he's right. I should, I should respect that space. Um, but I, I need, I felt like I deserved some sort of answer as to why he had sent me what was felt like a breakup text and then just didn't answer my calls and uh he said talking wasn't gonna fix it and I didn't know what to do um I was very confused and hurt and so I went on tour for my choir and the whole week he was trying to make small talk with me, asking me about the weather, sending me TikToks. Um, and I was just even more confused. Um, I mean, because he's, he's sitting there telling me he doesn't want to talk to me, but then trying to... It, it felt like conversations 
you would have at the very beginning of a relationship, like first two dates kind of conversations. And I was just like, we're getting married. Why are we talking like this to each other? Um, and I was fully, I, I didn't know what was going on. I, I had gotten no answers and I was fully prepared to fight for our relationship as hard as I could. I was ready to, I mean, because that's what you do. That's what you do in a, in a long-term committed relationship is when something bad happens, you fight for it and you don't give up on each other. And so I was fully prepared to do that. And we finally were able to see each other and talk about it. And essentially, it was a it was a two-day conversation. And basically, he um, told me he didn't have feelings for me anymore. And didn't want to work on our relationship because he didn't think he could love me again. And that was that was pretty much it. He said that he wouldn't be able to choose me over um, some other things. And that was a <sighs> kick in the stomach for sure. After that, I had prayers, lots of them. And then um, I also had revelations lots of those as well I um had found out a few things that were going on behind my back um at the very start of our relationship so that was for me very um eye-opening and I don't even know if I know everything that happened but you know, it's kind of conflicting because I'm not sure if I want to know everything that happened just so that I know, or if I think I would rather not know anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I found out some things and I fully trust the sources that I heard them from like without a doubt in my mind <laughs> I trust them and you know I definitely can say that I feel stupid felt I don't really know <laughs> um stupid I felt like I should have seen the signs and you know at the beginning of the breakup I was just heartbroken and confused and didn't know what was going on and and then when I found out these things I just became angry I became angry obviously with him but I also became angry with myself because you know like I said how could I have not seen these things how could I have let my guard down Again, I, I was in a relationship before where there were lies and things as well going on behind my back. And I kind of didn't um, have a whole lot of trust that was kind of shaken for me, but it wasn't destroyed. And... 
the next relationship that I got into, he was able to build that back up and help me trust him. And finding out that it was all a lie is not um, a great feeling, that's for sure. It makes you feel like you did something. And I know that it his decisions were not because I wasn't good enough. Um, I was more than enough, but he wasn't able to see that. For whatever reason, he couldn't see. The person that was sitting in front of him, giving him so much love and trust, and either he didn't see it or he saw it, but didn't know how to appreciate it. So, yeah, I definitely can say that there's been every emotion. There's been complete and utter sadness and days where I've had panic attacks from watching a movie of two people being in love and, you know, um, and there's also been days of pure anger, anger for not... Um, feeling like I got closure that I deserved. Sorry, I just popped my knuckle. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, feelings of not uh, anger. Well, anger, feelings of being angry <laughs> because he, part of me felt like he didn't deserve the kindness that I gave to him or the um, the tears, I guess tears is a better word, not kindness, but tears that I gave him through the breakup, um, and feelings of anger towards feeling like I'm just an idiot, that I didn't see the things that were going on, that I, um, let him break down my walls and he didn't deserve that, um, And like I said, I don't know if anything after the beginning of our relationship uh, occurred or happened or anything, you know, continued. Um, but even if they didn't continue, I never was told about it. So he lied to me the whole time about it. Even if he, even if he did stop doing the things that he was doing, he lied to me about it so many opportunities in a year and a half and nothing so feelings of anger from that um yeah it was definitely not a not a breakup with a lot of closure and even now um no closure of answers <laughs> um from the things that i found out and He's aware that I know those things, um, and still no closure, um, but I have told myself that if I feel like I can't move on without closure, then honestly my life is gonna suck because I'm never gonna get, never gonna get answers, ever. And that's just the way that it is. So 
I am moving on without those answers. Because even if I deserve those answers, I'm never going to get them. And that's just how it goes sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you are just in the dark and nobody is going to be there to give you the light. To see things clearly. And that's just the reality of it. Um, this was also my only breakup that I've ever been broken up with. I've broken up with someone before, but I have never been the one to be broken up with. And when you are told constantly that you're going to make an amazing wife and you're going to, um, or the other person can't wait to share their life with you and can't wait to see you walk down the aisle and um, buy a house with you and, and plan a life with you and get a dog with you and have kids with you, it is really very shocking when they just tell you that they lost feelings for you. That, that, I'll be honest, <laughs> that hurts a lot, but you know, I don't really know what was going on. I don't think that you can just lose feelings for somebody that you were that serious about. So there's, there's kind of three options that, that go off in my mind. And one of them is it was all just a lie. He, he never actually felt like that about me. Um, two is he had been losing feelings for me for a while and just didn't tell me about it. And three, or I guess, or three, um, there's something else going on and he just did not want to tell me what it was. So telling me he didn't love me anymore was a better option. <laughs> um, but I, I have learned so much from this experience and I've also used it as an opportunity to grow closer to friends for sure closer to um who I am as a person I you know I never put my identity in him but when you're when you're in a relationship with somebody it kind of it kind of just happens. You become a package deal, and you spend time together. You want to spend time together. You kind of make that your your new identity a little bit. Like I was a girlfriend who loved her boyfriend, and that was okay because I was also all the other things that I was before I started dating him. I never lost myself. I found myself before him and kept it. But I lost a part of who I was. Um, and so I've grown in who I am as a person and I've also grown in my relationship with God, which is the most important thing. And I keep saying that if this is what it took for me to build my relationship with God again, then it's worth it. I'd, I'd do it 
over and over again because that is number one for me. So I've definitely, <laughs> I've definitely learned some things. And back to that quote at the beginning, I told you that I was going to bring it back up. <laughs> um, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. I might not be able to go back and, you know, change the way he felt about me or, or change getting into the relationship with him to start with, but... I can take where I'm at right now and change how it's going to end. I'm not, you know, I can I can live the rest of my life in misery and, oh, he was the one that got away, even though he's not, but, <laughs> you know, think all of those things to myself. Or I can change that. I can be happy with where I'm at and who I am, and what I'm doing, and gonna do with my life. So, that's where that quote comes in. <laughs> but I, I do have a few lessons, a few um, just little things that I've learned along the way. Sharing my story um, can hopefully show people that, oh, I went through a really tough breakup too. Maybe I'm not the only one that's felt all of these feelings. Because you're not. And I'm not the only one that's felt the things that I felt for sure. And so, while it's hard, it's it's getting easier to talk about what happened. But that doesn't mean that it, it doesn't hurt every time I sit and think about it. But sharing it, can cause so much more joy than the pain that I felt through it. I think that made sense. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you just say things, like, or you think things in your head and then you say them out loud and you're like, mm, I don't know if that came across as cool as it did in my head. Um, but I hope it made sense. <laughs> so a few things that I've learned be cautious but don't let it stop you from feeling things you know the the way that this relationship ended and the things that I've learned from it are scary they're terrifying because I'm so scared that that's gonna happen to me again or, you know, I'm going to fully commit to somebody and put trust in them and they're just going to do the same exact thing to me. So I think it's okay to be cautious. Um, you know, if you see something that's a warning sign, then that was, you know, that was a warning sign in your previous relationship, then maybe you kind of need to take a step back before it gets too serious and you are blinded by love but but don't you know don't close yourself off so much that somebody awesome might come around and even if they're not the one that you're gonna end up with for the rest of your life they still might be really good for you and don't just dismiss that 
because you're scared or you're too cautious. You know, I'm not in a place where I'm like, oh yes, I need to go out and meet somebody and get married, you know, to fix this or whatever. But I also don't want to be so involved in the past and wishing I could change things that I might miss somebody great that can love me the right way. <laughs> um, but also, you know, I, I have like a, a fear of, I've never wanted to be the, the girlfriend that's like, oh, who are you talking to? Where are you going? What are you, you know, like, what are you doing? Da, 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 da. But I was also the girlfriend who was really chill about it. And that led to some questionable things happening. And I'm terrified that I'm never going to be able to find the middle ground. I'm terrified that I'm never going to be able to, you know, I, I'm, I'm a kind of, I'm the kind of person that when they get into a relationship of any kind, um, puts so much love into it. I, I pour myself out into it and put love and energy, not, not to where it, it, you know, sucks my, my energy or my joy out of me, but just like enough that it puts so much into that relationship and makes me happy as well. So I'm scared that I'm not going to find the middle ground. I'm either going to close myself off completely or once again I'm going to give myself wholeheartedly and get hurt again. And you know, my mom always used to say growing up, well she still says it, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Tomorrow has enough problems of its own. Just worry about the the present. Focus on what's happening right now. Because like I said, I'm not ready to jump into another crazy relationship, you know, but I also feel like it's okay, it's okay to not, to not know what's going to happen. It's okay. I am not a big fan of the gray area. I like black or white. And so I feel like right now I'm sitting in that gray area and it scares me. It scares me that I don't know what's coming next or I don't... Like, I wish I could just have this, this paper right in front of me and it says, at this age, you're going to get your heart broken. At this age, you're going to get over it. At this age, you're going to meet the one. At this age, you know, just like on and on and on, basically laying out my life for me so that I can know what's coming and be prepared for it. But if I had that piece of paper right in front of me and I read on it, oh, when you turn 22, you're going to get your heart broken again. All I'm going to do is sit there and dread it. All I'm going to do is sit there and focus on how I can make it not happen, how I can, you know, prepare myself. I'm going to miss out on so many things. 
there's no there's no point in worrying about what you can't control. Yeah, I might get my heart broken again. And guess what? I'm gonna be okay. Because I'm okay now. I remember sitting there for like a week after the relationship. Every single day I sat there and I was like, why am I not over it yet? Because it's been a week. You're not just gonna get over it that quickly. If you're able to get over it that quickly, then that means you really weren't putting as much effort as you should have been or thought you were into that relationship. Plain and simple. The fact that I hurt so much, cried so much, all of that meant that I cared. And while he may not be able to say the same, I'm so happy that I can say I put everything into that relationship because that means that I cared. That means I loved him. That means that I was not afraid to show who I was. And while now I may feel like an idiot for doing all of that, I'm not. I'm human. I'm a human who loves to be in relationships of, like I said, of any kind, friendships, relationships. I, I just, I love it. I love having friends. I love being able to confide in people and trust in people. And that is not something to be ashamed of. I was wronged. And, you know, Am I perfect? No. Did I make mistakes in that relationship? Yes. I've made mistakes in every single relationship, friendship, anything that I've been in before because I'm a human. But that doesn't mean that everybody who makes a small mistake or a medium mistake or a big mistake deserves to be hurt like that. And... It's okay to feel all of the feelings. It's okay to be angry at them. It's okay to be sad. And you know, I, now that I know the things that I do, I'm genuinely so happy that I didn't marry him. But there are still some days where I sit and I'm sad because I miss it. I don't, I don't necessarily miss him, but I miss where I thought my life was going. I miss that I thought I was going to get married in a year. <laughs> I miss that I was ready to have my own house. I miss that I was ready to be a wife and get a dog. <laughs> you know, I and I know that I'm only 20 years old. And to some people, this may sound crazy that I had that much of my life laid out, but but I did, and I know that I'm still so young, but it's hard when you have one completely different plan for your life, and then it all just gets upturned, and you don't know what you're doing anymore. When something hits you so out of the blue, I mean, it's it's all you can do to just you know, <laughs> be confused and not know what to do from from there. 
I mean, I had no doubt in my mind that in a year from now, I was about to be married. No doubt in my mind. And, you know, obviously, (laughs) that's not going to happen. And that's okay, but it's also okay to mourn that and to feel sad for that. So something else to take from it is don't feel bad for feeling sad about it. You know, people will tell me, well, he's not worth it. Like, he doesn't deserve your sadness or he doesn't, you know, like, look at all the things that he did. Don't be sad about that. You dodged a bullet. I, I know I did. I'm aware of all of those things. But also, I'm aware that I was excited for where my future was heading. I was ready for it and excited and I already said excited, but (laughs) I was just ready. And then in less than a month, boom, it all changed. Years of my future were changed in a month. And I don't think it's bad that I'd planned that. I mean, I didn't have everything down to a T, like we're going to get married on this day and we're going to get a dog on this day and we're going to start a family on this day. And I mean, I didn't have any of that planned, but I had planned that we were going to get married. And that's, that's a big thing in and of itself. I mean, when you pick out an engagement ring with somebody, it's kind of like, that's pretty solid. That's pretty, pretty set in stone. I mean, we had a timeline timeline for when he was going to propose and um, a length of an engagement that we had planned. I mean, serious, serious life things that were changed for me. And it's okay to mourn that. Like I said, I don't think I am sad that I, like, I don't think I miss him anymore because I know that I can do better. I know that I deserve better. But I I miss the life that I truly thought I was going to have. And I might still have that life, you know? I might still find somebody and get married and <laughs> I keep talking about dogs and <laughs> get a dog and <laughs> you know, but just in a different time. And that's okay. Or I might never get married, you know, and if I can serve God the best by myself, then okay, great, so be it. I'm 20 years old. I, 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 it's okay. <laughs> it is okay to not know specifically every single thing that's going to happen. So don't, don't feel bad whenever you miss the things that you had even if they necessarily weren't great you can still miss them that I kind of went off on my little soapbox so I'll step down <laughs> off of that but that was that was my heartbreak and heart healing story like I said I hope that sharing it um, can help people in any way. I mean, and it's not even just about like a romantic relationship, but f- friendships, 
friendship breakups can hurt so bad as well. You know, the same advice applies to it. Um, or being, you know, separated from a family member. I mean, it can really go with anything. And I just hope that me being able to be vulnerable about my experience can help somebody know that they're not the only one and know that it's okay to feel all of the feelings even if you're being told otherwise and it's okay you know to rely on people help let people help you get through it my best friend's been great my parents have been great everybody else in my friend group have been great let people help you you can you can feel so much love from it and i fully trust <laughs> the people that have been helping me through it it's a, it's a different kind of trust and i can feel that now it's it's a i trust you with everything like my best friend i tell everything to and i trust her with it all I trust her to not judge me. I trust her to love me. I trust her to listen. I trust her to not tell people. So find other people you can trust too. Because it's going to help you. And they're there to help you. And that's what matters. I'm going to read the quote one more time just so you don't forget it. You can't go back and change the beginning but you can start where you are and change the ending. That is all I have for this episode. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming down a, um, a deep and emotional path with me. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you listening. And I will talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye.